love you, Jesus. Magnify you. So Tuesday we had a lightning strike. And it wasn't just a lightning strike. It, uh, I left an office down New Market Road that I was doing some business at. And just got out of a meeting. It just started to rain. I could hear the thunder coming in. And I began to speak over the property. I didn't even tell Candy that, but she knows how I am. So I spoke on that five-minute drive from where I was at to the house over the property, speaking against Satan and the warfare and lightning strikes. I come in the house, and in just a few moments, just a few moments, it was an incredible explosion outside that struck three of our trees. Come across the very shed where I pulled my truck in at it and blew a big hole in the ground just a few feet from where I stepped out of the truck. I'm pretty sure that I was meant to be killed. Well, why did anything happen? Well, I don't know. I'll have to ask Paul why he couldn't stop that thing from sinking the ship that he was on and how, why he had to spend a night and a day. We're growing. But I do know it wiped out every, a lot of stuff in the house. It wiped out a lot of stuff here. It crossed the field and wiped out stuff all the way to where Marty stands in the sound booth. We've tried to replace stuff, and we still don't have everything, and we don't know what everything is that's still not working. I'm asking the intercessors to pray for this morning and also for the days ahead. Some will say, well, well it's just technology. It doesn't inhibit the anointing, and you're absolutely right. The only thing is there's several people across the United States in homes that meet just like we're meeting. There's a lot more of us, hundreds of people really, view our services every week. And when you see... a a number there, it may say three or four hundred, but some of those represent ten people that have gathered in one room. So it is important for it to be restored. Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What is he saying? Well, he's showing me what he wants to do next. And I thought pretty sure that he was going to do this, so hallelujah. Love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Worship you presence, your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Pastor Dave, years ago, was visited by a man. I believe he came weekly to his services from someplace where he drove several hours to get there, like across the United States, but he wanted to be in the services. And one day he was sitting in his office. Now, I might not have, this has been years since I heard Pastor Dave tell it, but he told it all the time. He said, the man said, back at the church where he was from, they were having a study, like a 12-week study. And uh, they were studying the uh, spiritual warfare, things that the devil would bring against the church. Dave said, well, well, that's interesting. So the man said, yeah, right now we're studying the occult. How did it affect the church? Dave 
If you knew him, he'd chuckle, he would chuckle. You knew he was about to come up with something. He said, really, the occult, huh? He said, I thought everybody, I mean, kindergartners in the church, I thought they would know that the occult is from the devil. That ought to be just as easy as anything. He said, I'll tell you what, if you want them to, if you want to uh, go back and challenge them, if you want to really challenge them to dig deep and, and really put some things in microscopic form where they could really, 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 really uncover the works of the devil and really get down to the grassroots to where that they uncovered him and took off his disguise. He said, if you want a Rembrandt, a, and David, a Picasso, an absolute beyond all measurement of demonic deception, go back and ask them to study and look into why the church at large does not speak with other tongues. He said, if you want to find out his masterpiece, I mean that absolute masterpiece of masterpieces that he, that he slipped in and took out of the church without the church ever knowing that it was him. Why doesn't the church at large speak with other tongues your baptist brother will tell you i'm filled with the spirit no sir you're not you're not but you learn that through a doctrine that came to you you may have the holy spirit in that he who stepped in at the first birth built the house you have him in a measure Absolutely, and it's not my job this morning to give you about three or four word-based black and white scriptures to show you that he's not in there in that measure. It wasn't, it wasn't just human teaching that taught the church at large. They had the Holy Spirit in that sense when they got born again. It was a doctrine straight out of hell then if he couldn't get that doctrine over to them then if it is a spirit-filled church he'll do things like it's just an elective if you want to you can if you don't it's okay it, it'll add a little spice to your life it's more than spice it was the first thing it wasn't the new converts didn't get a new testament the very first thing that they were supposed to receive past the gate of salvation was the baptism of the Holy Spirit and it was supposed to take place simultaneously. Simultaneously, there was no New Testament to give them. They depended upon, Jesus said, I will send to you another comforter so that you will not be orphans. It wasn't a New Testament. It wasn't a Bible study that they put them in. The very first thing that they did to secure, to put a security to their salvation so that the newbies would make it and have a place of assurance that they would continue on was to put down roots by praying, by receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost and praying in other tongues the mysteries. Paul said, when I speak with an under, another tongue, it's not I. Howbeit in the Spirit, the Word says, he speaks mysteries unto God. He that prays in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. Howbeit in the Spirit, he speaks mysteries. And I love the way Pastor Dave would say it. What are mysteries? Well, they're divine secrets. And then he would get cute and say, how many of you think that when you're praying these divine secrets that you're, that you're explaining a mystery or a divine secret to God? No. No. The Holy Spirit is praying for us and through us 
Romans 8 says that he maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. What is he, what is he praying to begin with to a newbie, to an infant? He's praying that you will put down roots in truth and in the Word of God. This is so desperate for our children. It is so desperate for our adults. It's so desperate. Why? Because if we can get them praying the mysteries of God, even five minutes a day or two minutes a day, they're praying out their future. And believe me, when they turn 16 or 17 or 15, you'll thank God for every moment. Even if you had to entice them or pay them or promise them something you can get them praying in tongues you're assuring their future well I'll, I'll teach in the Bible that's wonderful that's wonderful but without the teacher all your scriptures really won't hold them it won't hold them God I know it I know it Smith Wigglesworth he was born again, and he and his wife, Polly, you know Smith Wigglesworth. You've heard me talk about him. Jesus. Jesus. So they, she was the spiritual leader in the home, and she was the speaker. He couldn't talk. He could get people born again one-on-one, -on -one, but he could not stand up in church and teach and so he'd put Polly up and she'd teach because she could and she was the spiritual leader in that sense of the word neither one of them were filled with the spirit they were born again he couldn't talk he couldn't somebody invited him to a movement that was going on in England at that time I think might be wrong on this is Summerland the Summerland outpouring that might be it he went down there and he stayed all week at that outpouring that camp meeting and it was a spirit filled and nothing happened to him and he was about to leave and he went to the leader and he said I I've been here all week and he told God he said before I go down there if they don't glorify Jesus, if they don't glorify Christ in all that they do, after all I hear them speaking in tongues, I don't want nothing to do with it. Well, he spent the week down there. At the end, he wasn't filled as of yet, but he went to the leaders and he said, I, I'm not filled like you guys. Will you pray for me? And they prayed for him. And he got filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So he went back and he told his wife, Polly, Polly, I'm, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost now. She got mad. <laughs> oh, you're filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Well, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost too. I've got the Holy Ghost. I'll tell you what, this is what she said. We'll see. We'll see you do the teaching on Sunday morning. You get up and preach. We'll see what kind of more Holy Ghost that you've got than I've got. Smith said she said right up front, very pious, very indicative waiting to see him stumble all over himself waiting to see that the testimony of his difference and what he had and what she had she was almost salivating thinking about proving to him he was no different than what he was when he left but when he got up the anointing fell the power of God began to flow through him. He was never the old Smith again. 
from that point on, he became a great apostle of glory, began to speak to the nations and travel all over the world. She sat there in utter amazement. My God, where is the man? Where's my smith? Where's the man that left here? Something has happened to this man. She realized it had to be what he said. It had to be this baptism of the Holy Ghost with praying in other tongues that absolutely had changed this man inside out forever. Jesus. Your kids need it. Their success of their life is dependent on it. Now we have on our website a real easy kind of, it's in our printed materials form, how to get people filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you a little bit about that. First, you must be born again. That's probably everybody in here, most everybody watching. He doesn't come and fill someone that's not yet born again, but that can happen simultaneously. Then you just ask. You just ask to be filled. Just ask Him to baptize you, knowing that the Holy Spirit, the same one that birthed you, if you've ever been born again and asked Christ into your life, it was the Holy Spirit that came in a measure on the inside. So you don't get something different, you get something more of the same. Now just a moment, I'm going to give a call for people to come and mostly I hope kids how old do you have to be to be filled three four maybe what's the age limit 120 But it's just so simple. Simple, right, Bailey? She received hers herself. Tell them again, tell them again, tell them again. Tell them again, says the Spirit of the Lord, how major in important it is for your families to be praying in tongues you want to save your teenagers you want to save them before they get to be teens you want them to live and walk into their destiny what happens when he's praying he's praying for them well pastor they're let's say a teenager that's messing around let's just say that if they're still born again and haven't gone so far to lose to completely lose the life of God I mean they've gone so far they don't want nothing else to do with God and if you can just get a, a window of opportunity just for them to begin to pray in tongues even if they're still involved to a limited degree in things they should not be doing, if you can get them praying in tongues, you can change the course and destiny of their life. Scripture alone will not do it. You quoting a scripture to them, you tell, you. Mahale idiete. Now, for our little ones, and I was hoping somebody would be here this morning that uh, he just got born again. Listen, if you get people born again and don't get them the Holy Ghost within just a days, you've done them a 
terrible injustice. Well, I gave him a New Testament. That's not even the first thing you should do. The priority is to get them filled with the Holy Ghost. That's the step, first step. Because they don't even know how to approach that word unless they have the teacher. So I'm going to tell you how simple this is. I'm going to give this call. And this is for people that are watching. Maybe you've got people in the living room with you this morning that doesn't pray in tongues, that's not baptized with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said He has been with you to the disciples, but now He's going to be in you. And that's not just the born again. That goes way beyond Him not leaving you as an orphan was not just Him becoming your Father, but being with you continually through the power of the new nature or through the power of the baptism. The greatest thing we can possibly do is teach our children to pray in tongues. Now, as I said on, that, on the website, we have a step-by-step. But let me tell you just real quick, If you come up here this morning as an adult or as a child, I'm just going to pray for you and simply lay my hands on you. When I do the Holy Spirit and when I release the Holy Spirit through the camera, you'll begin to feel His presence in a way in which you feel like that He's creating something on the inside or for kids, they won't even know necessarily that there is uh, something being created. They'll just, they'll just know this. I believe what pastor said, I can pray in tongues. What does that mean? That if they open their mouth, listen, the hardest thing is when I tell people, open your mouth and begin to speak, they want to say, okay, I love you, Jesus, in English. Creole, Spanish, or whatever language you can't, the Holy Spirit will allow you to, He'll allow you to say nice words to God and He'll never interrupt you. You have to, of your own initiative, begin to say, okay, I'm going to form a word, I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to form a word, rather, and whatever it sounds like, I'm going to move my lips and my tongue. And when you do, the Holy Spirit will begin to fill not just your voice box, but He begins to fill your spirit with a baptism. Let's all stand. We worship you, Jesus. I'm going to ask that the elders, the ladies, the men that are really part of prayer, they would come and just stand here with me just for a few moments to stand around and begin to pray hallelujah hallelujah Jesus this goes to every person in here if you don't speak in tongues or if you think you may have spoken in tongues before but you're not sure you're not sure or if you may have gotten, you think, well, I've got a word before, but I'm not sure if it was the Holy Spirit. Just come down this morning, and every child, every teenager, all these, we're all going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. And it's going to be real, real simple. And you, nobody has to hear you, except I'll probably hear you because I'll be close enough. So if you're here and you don't speak in tongues, come down, please. Are you guys coming down? Just stand right over here. Is there anybody else? And you don't have to make your kids if they don't want to, but if they are willing to try, if they're just willing to try, okay? If they're just willing to try, if they don't want to, that's okay. But if they're willing to try. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give him a few more minutes. Yeah, come on, buddy. Yeah, good. All our kids are very, 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 very important to us. Yep. Stand kind of. Yep, that right there, that's good. And Eli, you can just no, you can stand right here like this. Help me out, Rex. Get everybody kind of lined up instead of kind of yep. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anybody that has maybe only got it, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. You've only got a couple of words in the past. If you're here this morning and you have been, okay, let me say this. Now, I don't think that's any of their kids or anybody up here. And I, I almost am hesitant to say this because he's still trying to get people to come down here that this may not even be your situation. If you've been drinking, drugging, or messing around, and that you know what messing around is, he will still baptize you this morning. All you have to do is come down and just say, Okay, Lord, forgive me. And don't eat, you, that's it, that's it. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm going to step back just a little bit. You guys just listen. And this is real simple. Okay, real, real simple. Um, a lot of people sometimes don't know, like, I'm a little bit scared of this. I wasn't raised around this. What does this mean? Man, I can feel him coming right now. The Holy Ghost. So I'm going to lay my hands on you, and everybody here is going to be praying for you, each one of you. And when I say, begin to speak, you'll say, well, what do I say? Well, don't worry about what you say. It may sound like gibberish. It may sound like goo-goo-ga-ga or something like, this is baby talk. Well, the Holy Ghost is creating a new language inside of you. And you're really not sure. I mean, it may sound, and it sounds different for everybody. So you don't have to be loud with it. But when I touch you, and I pray for you, everybody's going to be praying. And you can just close your eyes so you're not looking around so much. And worried about anybody looking at you because nobody's, you know, I'm just going to be praying. And this goes for everybody there that's watching. When I release the power of God, I'm going to say, be filled. And as I say, be filled, the Holy Spirit is going to come on you and in you. And just, just begin to softly speak whatever is coming. Just kind of turn your mind off and speak according to whatever comes up. Lord, I pray for all of these. And everybody that's watching, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, yes, Lord. I see you doing this. And we receive it now as the elders and the intercessors pray for these. This is a, the Lord said, this is a life-changing moment for some of these children and some of these adults and all of these, all of these is changing their life forever. So in the name of Jesus, we just worship you, Lord. So, you elders and all of you out there, just begin to pray in the Spirit, create an atmosphere. Just pray in the Spirit, just pray softly in the Spirit. Lord, we just worship you, we glorify you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Eli, you're, you're already there. You do this all the time, I can tell. So, Baby, you're going to be filled at an early age, right? Jesus name can I say this to you you're so beautiful I release the Holy Spirit on you close your eyes just begin to speak in Jesus name can you speak receive the Holy Ghost just begin to move your lips he's already starting there you go help her mama she's she's really almost right there be filled Make it yes, yes. 
Yes. Yes. Begin to speak now. Okay. Don't speak in English and don't speak in Spanish. Just speak the release on her now. That's it. That's it. Barbara, you come and minister to her. Get her going. Would you like for me to pray for you? Wonderful. I'm so glad. Hallelujah. Would you just lift your hands like this a little bit? Okay. I release the power of God and the Holy Spirit on you in the name of Jesus. Now begin to speak. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. There you go, son. Move your lips. There he is. Amen. Amen. Nana, help him because he's already, he's said, help him to keep going. Hallelujah. Ready to be filled? Good girl. Good girl. That's real. That both. Yeah, they both do a little bit. Oh, wonderful. They all so they're going already. So when I lay hands on you, whatever you've been practicing a little bit at home, just start doing already, okay? But like I say, they be filled in the name of Jesus. Just keep her going, Nana. Begin to speak. Be filled in the name of Jesus. Let your tongue be loosed. Just continue to speak. Move your lips, baby. Help her now. Hi, lady. Can Papa pray for you? You understand what I'm doing? Got a little bit? A little bit. <laughs> You're so smart. You're so sweet. I'm going to release the power of God to you in the name of Jesus. There you go, baby. Begin to move your lips. Begin to speak in the name of Jesus. Be filled. Be filled in the name of Jesus. Whatever's coming to your mind, baby. Whatever's coming to your mind. It doesn't matter. I release the power of God to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be filled. Be filled. I can see her lips starting to want to move right there. She's doing good. You're doing so good. You're too pretty. Help her, man. Help her. She's, she's right there on that verge. Okay, get down there and just kind of back up candy on this. Big guy. You ready? I release the Holy Ghost on you in the name of Jesus. Be filled with the Lord. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Joe, you got a call on your life. Like so many of these. Open your mouth and begin to speak. Just a little few syllables. Be filled. Be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled, Joe. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. He's filling you up, buddy. Be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Can you move your lips a little bit? There you go, buddy. Good. There you go. He's, he's helping you. I don't care what the words are like. There you go, Joe. Good job. Come on. You're doing good, buddy. Hallelujah. Is there anybody else? Because they're they're getting filled. They're starting to move. We won't rush this. Is anybody else? These kids are starting to move their lips and speak with tongues. Blessed be the Lamb. Blessed be the Lamb. 
Blessed be the Lamb. Blessed be the Lamb. Blessed be the Lamb. Oh, fill them up, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. hands on this child let the kids continue to speak this is Leilani she's a foster child right now of Allison I won't I'll say this very sweetly she came from a situation where she would be naturally addictive addicted to a number of things and a lot of things are trying to show themselves up so right now in the name of Jesus I release the power of God into this infant Leilani in Jesus name receive the virtue of the Lord in your body I command all of these substances and anything that could have caused a residual effect from these substances to go out of your body in the name of Jesus. By His stripes, you are healed in Jesus' name. Receive the life of God. Leilani now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's amazing to me how of all the kids she could wind up here I don't I mean somebody had to pray this in or something I mean it's amazing you don't just wind up here on your own it's amazing did we feel like we got just one or two words or something just to start hallelujah yeah 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 they're their mama, she prays in tongues like crazy, but she was the quiet one. I always had to say, Davy, are you praying in tongues? <laughs> and she was. But they've got that sweet, quiet disposition. I believe they've all been filled. So at home, they'll get more. And as their parents encourage them, and not push them, but encourage them, They'll have more. They'll they'll do more. How you doing? She yeah. She had four or five words. That's all that matters. You'll get going. Hallelujah. You'll be going. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. <clears throat> Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, I'm determined in our services. determined in our services to let him have his way with the kids you don't want to push them you don't want to overpower them you just simply want to provide an avenue for them to receive it because they will they will and uh Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I remember my first touches from God 
was real early. Real early. And he'll call you. He'll call you early because everybody's got a destiny in here, but he wants to call you. A lot of people meet their destiny at 20, 30, 40, but you're supposed to, if possible, provide an atmosphere where you meet your destiny at four or five years old, whatever stage. This is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. This is why we exist. Let God continue to have his way. We lived in a two-bedroom house. I was a little kid, and I wasn't much bigger than Isla. And I remember being put to bed, and this happened not once, but maybe two to three times. Would lay in my room, and just as sure as I would say, Marty, just that clear as I was laying there, a voice would come. Once or twice, I remember getting up and going and asked my mom, did you call me? No, son, I didn't call you. But I could hear, it was like somebody was on the outside of the house just call my name but he doesn't love me more than he loves you he's got a destiny it's whether or not an atmosphere can be provided if you provide an atmosphere in your home you're not watching junk on TV and you're not listening to crazy stuff if the Holy Spirit can and angels can be in your home They'll provide an atmosphere where they can come and do stuff. You wonder, why is stuff happening to us? Why are we having a... He wants to get across to every single one of us. All of His provisions, which is to keep us and help us and save us in a very, very a world that is absolutely spiraling down to destruction. Jesus. Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. The blind see, the lame walk, deaf hear, dumb speak, dead erased, demonic acts are set free. But the main, the first thing, the first thing, the first thing, the very first thing, Step one, step one after born again is baptism. It opens you up to power. It opens you up to the Holy Spirit teaching you the word. This is why I endeavor, not of my own, I didn't make this up this morning, but to keep this church baptized, everyone in it from the oldest to the youngest, baptized in the Holy Ghost and praying in other tongues. I heard a man say one time, he said they went to a spirit-filled church. It's another state I went to to hunt. He was real excited about his church. He was kind of one of the elders. I said, are you spirit-filled? church? Oh yeah, our pastor, he believes in it, but he doesn't allow it in the church. He doesn't allow in the church. I said, what? He, no, he, he won't allow. And it was, it was uh, one of the big church, and they had several campuses. They call them campuses. That means different places. They had maybe, I don't know, two or 3,000 where they're at. I don't know, hundreds, thousands. I don't know. It was a huge church. He won't allow that. No. Why not? Well, he saw too many abuses of it when he was growing up in the Pentecost. That is no excuse it's a doctrine of devils you're supposed to pray yourself past there's no excuse that's a lame melancholy milk toast doctrine of satan right out of hell well i've seen too many abuses so i don't want it to start in here we're going to keep an absolute balance to our ministry you've balanced yourself right into a satanic deception right out of the 
gates of hell. Why did Paul say when you come together that the Holy Spirit, he did teach that there should be an order of the church. But the first order is this, that you all pray in other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. That's order. There'll always be somebody at the podium leading. Then maybe not, I mean, that's the order, but there's a greater order where he's transitioning to us where the blind will see, the lame will walk. He said in different, that the church will be so orchestrated There'll be those being born again. Well, Pastor, it's, it's about the born again. It's about the harvest. That's the main thing. And again, dear voice of unbelief, you sound so, that sounds so righteous, except when it comes down to it's not, it's just secondary work. My God, would you look into the scriptures and learn the power thereof how that the Holy Spirit birthed the church for power. The born again was the entrance into Him being able to come to you and baptize you and bring about all truth and all revelation. Jesus, so we pray for these pastors that have denied their churches and thousands and thousands have been denied the power of the Holy Ghost. You may have seen abuses, but you pray and learn how to get past abuses. He wasn't the one causing the abuse. I'd rather, I would rather, I would rather have to go to somebody privately and say, now honey, now wait a minute. That was emotion. You're, you, you, don't need to, you don't need to roll all over the place because you're causing attention yourself if you if you really feel the spirit moving go get in the intercessor room intercession is not to be intercessions not for public in other words if you go into intercession and you're louder than everybody else you're taking away from Christ because everybody in the rooms watching you and hearing you so intercessions for private but I'd rather have to be able to privately correct someone, I'd rather have wildfire than no fire at all. My God, give me the wildfire. I can, I can go deal with that. I, I, can, I can put a little cold water on that in correction. But don't give me let's be so pious and get everything in order. Give me the blind seeing, the lame walking, the deaf hearing, the dumb speaking. And every once in a while, I got to go tell somebody, okay, okay, I know you're zealous, but that's for, that's for you in a private place. And if they get mad about it, then they wanted to show off anyway. They wanted to show somebody how spiritual they were. Whew. We've got a lot of elders coming up and people learning and teaching and Homer's a right hand to me. He teaches the Word of God and truth and prays the mysteries all day long. So we respect what he says. He'll be here during the time I'm not. We've got men and women. I wasn't going to say anything, but Miss Marcia is going to pre preach Wednesday night. I think that's great. Are you not going to be here? No, I'm going to be here. But I told her, just like I tell Gay, see, this is the time it's got to put a little asterisk around our women elders and our men. It doesn't matter. You better be here because I'll be looking. I'll think you don't like Marsha or you believe that women shouldn't preach. And I'll rebuke you. Hallelujah. But you know what I'm finding out? And I'm finding it out. I'm not there. What are you finding out, Pastor? That I'd rather be led by him in a service 
than anything else in the world. I don't want I don't want Are you all right up there? I forgot about you. Don't stop. He was here early trying to figure out stuff. We had a technical team working on this a lot smarter than myself. You know, I've, every once in a while I'll step back there and the Holy Spirit will say don't you say anything because you don't know anything you go back and pray that's the only thing you know so yes sir I've done that two or three times this morning I walked by there I was going he would say to me get back to your seat because that's all you know is to pray so Candy's been working on things Robert's been working on things Harry when we needed him the most is not here I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Harry. Kind of. <laughs> so I don't even know how and who is seeing this or how, what way it's going. But we're going to pass it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, one thing we didn't have to worry about was Sunday school this morning, did we? Once you took care of that, you can. Good job. In just a moment, we're going to receive an offering and greet each other, and that will be probably the day. Let me say this, because we do have teachers, and these teachers are already seasoned. And, but there's teachers that are watching, and there's teachers that are coming up in here. I've said this before because I hear Pastor Dave's voice. Don't teach what you know teach what you hear and even when you're prepared something when you come to the pulpit submit it all submit it all I will also say this and this is vital for a teacher and anyone who's standing in front to present or you're even when you're witnessing to someone This is vital. Go slow. There's times you may go, you, you may get a pocket where you go fast, where you know he wants, but go slow as in the greatest desire of my life, present tense, is to stand up here and give you what he says. I will admit because of where I'm coming to looking back because you can't know something until you get somewhere and then you look back that there's been so much of my ministry although under an umbrella of anointing yet there would be many times that I would interject bronc it would be something good and maybe it was even truth I don't want to be funny although it's okay to be funny I don't want to tell you my revelation, although it's all right to give you my revelation. I want to stand up here and speak exactly what he wants me to speak. And that's for all of you. Teachers, learn to be slow. Learn to be slow. If you're ever standing in a pulpit and you say this, I'm not sure if I should say this, but don't say it. Don't say it if you're not sure. Don't throw something out there like, well, this may be okay, but I'm not sure. Don't say it. Speak what you know absolute and truth. Well, for some reason, he's doing an exhortation right now to teachers because a lot of teachers are coming up. The other thing, too, is teachers don't ever start teaching or trying to get something across to a group at the level to where you've come to in your meditation. You may have meditated something for six weeks or six months, and you've went through a whole lot of meditation on it. For you to step up and begin to share with people where you're at just because you want to share with them a good revelation you'll lose your crowd 
Jesus taught real, real, real simple. But then he taught real profound. But he called everybody. Hallelujah. Are you glad you came this morning? Glory be to God. We glorify you, Jesus. This is your revival. This is your outpouring. The most, one of those most significant services we've had is these people being filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And these kids being filled. They'll, they'll speak more at home around their mom or dad. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for all of everyone that's watched this morning. We pray for all of our equipment. You'll give us wisdom and those who know a whole lot more than me among us this week of how to put all these things together. I thank you, Father, that you provide all the money we need. Somebody called me right after this, said, they were out of state, what do you need? I said, well, we're good. Yet their heart was towards giving. Mainly pray, mainly pray. But thank you for all of your giving. It does help and all this equipment and all of everything that we have to purchase as a result of it. Hallelujah. So, Father, I pray that you'll speak to the hearts. Lord, in the name of Jesus, they're provided for first, and then out of that, there's great blessings. We call all of this done. Satan, you're a liar. You couldn't, you couldn't kill me, and you can't kill this church, and you can't kill the people in it. In Jesus' name, we worship you, Father. We worship you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to do something, an activation. I didn't think of this, but I'm saying this for all of our kids. Nobody's going to be looking at our kids. We're looking at everybody in here. And those of you that are watching. Now, if you're watching and you're not filled well, I'm telling you what we're going to do so that I fulfill what Paul said if somebody that's an unbeliever or somebody uninformed comes into your midst and you're all praying in tongues, they'll think that you're, and I'll put it in our vernacular, you're just crazy because they don't understand what's going on. I'll tell you in advance, there's our activation. On the count of three, I'm going to ask us all to pray for a few moments in tongues. That way we activate this and we show our kids and everyone how simple it is this is something you can do not spontaneously as or not as the Holy Spirit wills but as you will so right now the gifts were as he wills but not the gift of self edification that is a continuous all the time anytime everywhere under your breath or wherever you're at so on the count of three one two three let's all speak those of you who are watching in your home, wherever you're at, this is simple, Simon, for some of you, but let's speak. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I expected everybody speaking because if you weren't speaking, you would have been up here earlier, right? Logic says that. So let's all stand. And if you need to get an offering envelope to put your blessing in, please take just a moment. There's an offering envelope very close to you. Thank you for your giving this morning. It is it is very, very important. Those that are watching, thank you for giving in pay, on PayPal. And uh, so we have this handsome... Oh, by the way, this is the first Sunday. Would you please come here, sir and ma'am? Jasmine and Renee, let's... Come out, come out. I went all the way to Tennessee to marry this beautiful couple. 
It, come, come over here where they can see. Isn't she gorgeous? <laughs> How in the world that Renee wound up? Only Jesus. Only Jesus. See, if you pray in tongues, God will give you a beautiful wife too. Congratulations. We love you. Yeah. What'd you say, Homer? Gus's chicken. Gus's chicken. That's right. We ate a Gus's chicken. All right, let's give him a great big hand. Now, I know you're going to come down here and bless the church before you leave this morning. So, Father, again, bless them, Lord, as they bring this offering. In Jesus' name, and as you are meandering around and saying hi to somebody, please bring your gift down. Amen.